Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Forward Farming. Happy Sunday. Yeah, sure. Happy. It's snowing. (laughs) Again. Are you guys getting a lot of snow? Uh, I think we're supposed to get a couple few inches. I don't know. We probably got almost an inch out there already, but oh wow, it's like it's a nice fluffy snow right now. So yeah, it looks pretty. Can't I think be that mad about it. I get. We've got a couple inches already. I think we were in like the three to four inch area of the okay. state. So it's been snowing since like one o'clock, and it's now almost eight o'clock. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> hey, seven forty-five. My fault. <clears throat> yeah. So, do you want to jump into highs and lows right away? Sure. What is your low? Um, I mean, tonight was kind of frustrating. Those last fifteen minutes. Those last fifteen minutes, I was trying to get my computer to work, and I made the mistake of sending Becca. Overall internet. <laughs> I made the mistake of sending Becca adorable Winnie pictures, so she thought I was just stuck looking at my cat home (laughs) she did look very nice and fluffy today she did I might have cried it's fine (laughs) she likes she's she's been super clingy lately which is fine but um she has to be in the room with me at all times so even when I'm in the bathroom she picks the door open and just waltzes right in so now it's just expected anytime I walk into our bathroom, she's just like trotting in right behind me. So when I went to go take a shower, she sits in my sink and waits for me to get out of the shower. So then I wrap up in a towel and sit on the edge of my bathtub and she comes over and jumps on my lap. You know what she's doing? What is she doing? She's preparing you for motherhood. Oh, she's been doing that for the last six years. You will, you'll never go to the bathroom or take a shower <laughs> or do anything alone again. No, so I just hear if I don't let her in, she just sits outside my door and just like picks at it. She sticks her paw underneath the door and just pick, pick, pick. She's getting good at opening doors, so it's kind of impressive. Oh, goodness. Anyway, so long story short, I was having rural internet problems and I couldn't get my computer fired up. And here we are, 15 minutes late. My bad. Not the first time we were late. No. And like I said on my stories to anyone that has watched them, I got to make a little bit of fun of her because it's usually me that we're waiting for. <laughs> so it makes me feel good inside. <laughs> and I was literally doing nothing all day today. So I have no excuse other than just tardiness. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's what okay. I get. At least you, you had a problems. At least you had a brownie to keep you company. Shh, don't say that too oh. loud. Oh, wait, they can't hear it with the headphones. Cosmic, <laughs> I don't even know they exist. Cosmic brownies are. Mm, so they're not as good as I remember. But what happened was I had to go to Walmart for the first time in like a very long time. I don't really like going to Walmart because everything's self-checkout. Mm-hmm. They I walked into our local store and they literally redid the whole layout of it. Mm-hmm. So I like didn't know where anything was. It was awful, but I was like walking around. I had to get some bleach for the farm. And then I'm like, well, 
I kind of need groceries. I might as well just get them while I'm here rather than like driving all the way to Dubuque. So I'm just walking around and I saw them and I was like, oh my God, I used to love these. And so I got them. Yeah, not as good as I remember, but I mean, they're still a good little sweet treat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the children don't know I have them. So I have to be very sneaky when I eat them. What's your favorite little Debbie snack? Uh, we don't really ever buy them, but I, I'd say like a ho-ho. Those are pretty good. Those little um, Swiss cake rolls. Or it's like twin pack. Yeah, maybe that's what mm. I'm that's what I'm thinking of, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't know, they're all right. So it was a good dessert. <laughs> what was your low for the week? Um, let's see. One, I'm just I'm in a bad mood today. I don't really know why. The kids aren't listening. I I don't know, I haven't felt very good today, but that um, my low before that was uh, we had our first heifer cabin for the spring. So I think I've kind of talked about it before. And we'll probably talk about it tonight again, but we don't cabin our heifers, which were like their first time calvers. We don't calve them in from December till March um, just because of problems. And so we had our first one calve in on Friday and she, when I got to work, had cleanings hanging out of her, which is not good. If you ever see cleanings hanging out of a cow, it's not good at all. Uh, so I got her in the chute right away and the calf was uh, kind of stuck back. So when they come out, you want their feet, their front feet and their head to kind of come out at the same time. Um, and this one, her front feet, the knuckles were kind of over, so she wasn't able to get the feet out. Um, and so we rearranged it, got the, got it back to normal. Um, but the calf was dead, unfortunately. But just judging by the smell, it had been dead for probably a couple of days. Ooh. So it was kind of frustrating because, like, she didn't show any signs of calving, you know, she wasn't in distress or anything until that morning. So then it's like, all right, did I miss something or, you know, like what happened? But that's the problem with cows too. You can't monitor them quite like a human, like mm-hmm. you can't have a little baby monitor on their belly to make sure they're doing okay and stuff. But yeah, that was frustrating, but mama's doing good. Good. Um, so hopefully the next one is really good, but of course the calf was a heifer calf too. So was my low was um were you ex- were you, so you weren't expecting anything like around this time was she early like what or was it just kind of she yeah she was like 20 days early so which isn't like I mean super uncommon the calf was a decent size but I don't know what happened in there that that or she just went into early labor and that calf was stuck for too long but it just it wasn't rotten by any means, but it just, I don't know, dairy farmers will probably know. Like, it's just, you just, it's a, it's a certain smell. It's not like a rotten smell, but it's just a not fresh smell. I don't want you to. Probably would, I you don't. probably would have puked. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, that's, that's very sad. <laughs> well, do you have a, do you have a good high <laughs> to counter that? Hmm. 
Sorry, I just took a big drink of water. Um, I do. So we had a doctor appointment on Tuesday. And um, at all my other appointments so far, not that I've had that many, but she hasn't been able to um, find the heartbeat on with her Doppler. Because one, I have a tilted uterus, which is stupid, but like it just makes things harder. Um, so anyways, when we got to the appointment, she didn't have her little ultrasound thing. She only had the Doppler. And I'm like, what if she can't find it again? Like, I'm going to freak out. But she found it right away. So, uh, yeah, it was like a five-minute appointment. We literally went in. She's like, got any questions? Nope. All right, let's listen for the heartbeat. Okay. <laughs> and then we were done. Good. Uh, but, yeah, that was it was a good appointment. Um, we have uh, our next appointment in, like, a little over two weeks for our anatomy scan. So Yay! That will be cool. Are you going to find out yeah. right at the appointment? Yes. Are you gonna yep, do? Yep, yep, yep. Are you gonna tell everybody right away what you're having? Or are you gonna keep it a secret? Probably with Sophia and Joe. We, I mean, we told people like after a few hours, but like we just messed around with this family for a while, which is <laughs> always fun. So I'll probably do that. I don't really have any like good ideas of like how we're gonna tell people, but I usually try to come up with something semi cute. <laughs> I'm excited. That's coming up we'll so see. soon. I know. It like it seemed like it went so slow with now all of a sudden like like crap I'm 18 weeks today. Hopefully I start feeling kick soon. I with the tilted uterus again. It kind of delays all that kind of fun stuff, but I'm sure soon enough I'll be bitching that the child is in my rib cage and <laughs> I was gonna say something, but I'm just not going to. Um that's good. That's exciting. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I got to say it now. <laughs> like, my stomach has just been all sorts of effed up since this whole thing started. Are we going back to the sausage incident? <laughs> <laughs> um, n- no, well, no, that was just bad. So we didn't record on Thursday. I'm surprised that was not your low. <laughs> that I didn't want to talk about it but now that we're oh, here okay, we on, <laughs> I'll have I'll have two lows instead of high that's fine um on Thursday we didn't record <laughs> because I was really craving breakfast burritos and I am my parents are on vacation this week so I'm um bouncing between their house and our house watching their cat and they had um like a log of breakfast sausage in their freezer. So I'm like, oh, breakfast burritos. That sounds really good. So I just took it because you got to pay the toll troll. (laughs) That's what I call it when I do stuff for them. It's the troll toll. So um, I took this breakfast sausage home and I made a dozen eggs with this sausage. And I was super excited to have breakfast burritos for dinner. And no more than like a half hour after I ate them, I text Becca and I'm like, I can't come. Like, I'm so sick. This is awful. I'm blaming, I'm blaming you me you were dying. I was dying. I literally made a nest by the toilet and I just stayed there for a long time. And she's like, just puke and rally. I'm like, I can't, I can't. I'm dying. Nice knowing you tell the kids I said, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and tell Moo Cat, I, I love thought, him. <laughs> I kind of thought, I mean, I didn't think you were joking about being sick, but like, I didn't realize the extent of it. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, like, yeah, she, she really is. <laughs> so I was, I was by the toilet for most of the night and, um, 
I then all of a sudden today I'm like, you know what sounds good? Leftover breakfast burritos. So I ate it. <laughs> and I was told you no more sausage. <laughs> so then I I was talking to Dan today and I'm like, I don't know if this is I don't know if things are moving and swimming down there or like if it's just a gas bubble. I don't know what's happening, but either way, watch out. <laughs> uh, so, so if it's... this podcast abruptly ends and I'm talking by myself for a while, it's because Amber is gone again. I, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be gone. I don't know which way it's going to come out. So <laughs> there you go. Now you guys are up to date. <laughs> Uh, so anyways why is your high for the week besides <laughs> eating a breakfast burrito um I went for a little walk yesterday and that's the first time I did anything outside since like Christmas honestly like I've done nothing I've just been feeling like trash uh so I went out for a little walk with Bear and Dan and I didn't puke so it was good I like I get out Are of the sheds no, um, we're hoping Bear would just like find one, but he's not a good shed dog yet. There's a lot of snow though. Like it was up to my knees at some point. So oh. we might have to wait till the snow melts a little bit before we go back out. Um, but yeah, that was good. It was fun. Get out in the fresh air. And it was yeah. kind of nice on Saturday. It, yeah, it was, I mean, it was in the twenties here. It wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't miserable. Yeah. It wasn't too balmy. Like it's going to be tomorrow. I think we have like a forecast of 40 degrees, 41 for tomorrow. What? Yeah. All right. You got me beat. What do you guys have? We're like uh, 35, which I mean, that's not bad, but oh, okay. we're in like 35 and 35 to 40 the, the whole week, pretty much. Okay. Tomorrow's 37 and Tuesday's 43. Still, I'll take it. Why is it warmer up north? <laughs> I don't know. No idea. Ugh. But it's supposed to Unreal. snow until like midnight tonight and it started at one o'clock. So, I mean, you win some, you yeah, lose I just, some. I should have looked at our updated forecast. Now they're saying two to four inches. <laughs> wow. It's like, it's a light and fluffy snow though. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to melt. Well, it's not definitely not all going to melt this week, but it's going to melt some this week. So whatever. Yay. I'm excited for that. I don't see any negative temperatures in my forecast. Don't just put that out there. Don't jinx it. I'm not. <laughs> that was wood in case anyone wanted to know. All right. Do you have any goals for the week? Um, we are going to start sanding again this week. We took a couple weeks off when it was so ungodly cold because our machines freeze up. Dan would freeze up because he's out outside. So we waited until it was going to warm up before we started doing that again. So we're going to start tomorrow and just go get as much done as we can before the ice melts, before it gets too cold again, blah, blah, blah. So how, so like with the forties, does that really melt the ice much? Or are you guys like, I mean, obviously it's above the freezing point, but yeah, I, we've got enough ice where, I mean, it, it might get a, it, no, tomorrow will be fine. Like this week, it'll be fine because if you just have like one or two days of warmish weather, it'll be fine. But if you have like 
consistently warm days and I'll get a little sloppy, but there's enough ice out there where we shouldn't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. Good. I feel like you need, um, like a, like a sand shooter that you, you know, you don't have to drive into the bed. You can just shoot sand from the edges. Well, they make those not really. We have a, we use like, um, a manure spreader to do the edges, like around the ditches and stuff, but we still have to drive that out into the beds, but Mm. it's, it's a lot gentler than the trucks going in and out. So the manure spreader goes in first, does the edges, does the ditches, and then it comes back out and then it just stays like a bed or two ahead of us. That's nice. Then we don't have to get too close to the ditches and then crack the ice and. Oh, oh yeah. That would not be good. Yeah. Hmm. Good deal. How about you? Uh, Any goals? My goal is to have a better day tomorrow. (laughs) Um, yeah, I just got to turn my mood around. I think this week, weather-wise, is going to be good for my soul. Actually, I had a really productive Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And then today, I just kind of hit a wall. So that was just my okay, body telling me to F off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, tonight, we are going to be talking about the cold speaking of it warming up we're going to talk about the cold as you turn your nose up should have like been a couple weeks ago but you know how we are late as usual (laughs) on the bright side you'll be ahead of the game for next year guys Mm -hmm. you are welcome Mm -hmm. you're going to know what to do you can know how to prepare yourselves so just don't forget about it i guess in it (laughs) And uh, like I told Becca, we're not out of the woods yet. It's still winter. It's still February. It could get cold again. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Usually I feel like there's always like a week in the beginning of March or something that it just gets cold again, miserable Mm -hmm. again. Do you remember like two or three years ago when we had the massive blizzard, like the whole winter was fine. And then all of a sudden in March, we just got shit on. We had like 14 inches of snow in like a week. Do you remember that in March? No, I really think I block out these events. Oh, it was rough. Let's hope that we have enough snow that that doesn't happen. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, we just kind of wanted to talk mostly, Becca, what you do when it gets so cold out, what you do with the cows, how you kind of prepare them for these extreme temperatures because last week last Sunday like the the real temperature here anyway was like 25 below I think was the lowest we got and that was a real temperature I, like I think the, like the wind chill was at least 35 40 below yeah I know our wind chills were really bad I I honestly can't that's another thing I blacked out already I I can't remember how the real temperature was I know it was in the negatives I don't think it was quite as bad as that but um I mean knock on wood we our calves and every like everything went really well through this cold snap and I last year was even colder I think Mm -hmm. but I don't know if it was that 
cold for that long because gosh we had what three weeks of this yeah two, at least two and a half weeks mm-hmm. yeah and then I guess we also kind of just wanted to touch on um the people down south that had to kind of deal with this and it's all fun and games to kind of like poke fun at them and stuff but they're not made for this like they don't deal with this kind of stuff so like their houses and their farms and stuff they're not meant for mm-hmm. cold temperatures for long periods of times but today I saw it was like 70 down there so <laughs> I was a little jealous again yeah I think most people are still without power and running water so it's getting to or be if they have it they there's like a lot of boil watches and stuff yeah which is scary yeah and then uh, my aunt actually <laughs> wrote me on Facebook today and she's she's like um hey we uh we need you to send milk to Texas really <laughs> they have no milk in their stores and all the farms down there have been dumping milk so like that breaks your heart even more that you know it's it's not the same as what happened this spring but mm-hmm. at the same time like farmers were dumping milk because they couldn't get it processed and get it to the store and stuff and that's kind of what happened down there too which sucks <laughs> Yeah. And I mean, like they're, they're not used to having snow ever. So their barns and stuff that they have are usually just like tin sheds. So like with this extra weighted snow, a lot of those, those makeshift barns collapse on top of their livestock and stuff too. So like their chicken farms and like their cows trapped in there too. And I, I can't imagine like going through all of that and Mm -hmm. never, I mean, That'd be like expecting a hurricane to come through Wisconsin. Like you just don't think that's going to happen. So we're not prepared for that. And I'm sure like people down South are like, oh, those guys are just a bunch of babies. They can't handle a little hurricane, but we're like, we're not, we're not built for it. So Mm -hmm. um, I was, I saw a TikTok because that's all I do again, where it was just like this lady from like Minnesota or something giving just basic tips for people to keep their houses warm. And she was saying like, take plastic bags and shove it in cracks of your door and take a credit card and just like really jam it in there to keep the heat inside. And uh, like the government was telling people to to not um, like crack their water lines, like in their faucets and stuff to let the, the water drip. Instead, they just told them to shut their water off completely, which caused everything to back up and everything is just, exploding and like all these apartment buildings are flooding like all these houses are flooding because their pipes are bursting and so not only do you not have power your house is flooded it's cold you have nowhere to go you can't go to hotels or anything because of covid like you're just you're just out of luck and like it's it's, I Mm -hmm. i don't know i it's it's a scary thing and they were saying like with a power grid and everything like you know if if it could be a nationwide thing if, you know, like it, I didn't, anyway, that's just, that's just scary to think about how, how easily this happened and how unprepared everybody was for it. It's just like, well, what happens if this happens to the rest of the country? Like we're all just SOL. Why would they tell them not to run their water? Because they don't know. They just assumed like, oh, just keep your water shut off. Like, Just leave it shut off and it'll be fine. It's not going to freeze. Yeah. Lies. We, uh, 
Yeah, we always run ours if it's negative. Mm -hmm. Just to... He's crying. I don't know what happened. Sure, he's fine. Um, Joey's out there. It's okay. Um, yeah, when it's negative, we always crack our faucets because um, we don't have a basement or anything. He's probably getting tired. It's about bedtime. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And then we also living in a mobile home. We um, cover our windows and our doors and stuff with blankets and towels. And our house is, I mean, pretty warm. But it's just extra things that we do to keep the heat in because we don't like being cold. And we don't like running the furnace 24-7. <laughs> Yeah, like our front door, when it was that cold, Bear always lays in front of our front door. And uh, we gave him a bath last weekend, I think. And he was laying in front of the door. And he came and he woke up from his nap and he came over by us and his fur was frozen because he was leaning up against the door. <laughs> I mean, Poor he's fine. <laughs> he loves it. But <laughs> like, that's how that's how bad it was for us anyway. And like we had ice forming on like the little door latch thing on the inside like that little metal thing so like <laughs> we're built for this yeah. and and we still have these problems so I can't imagine having this happen for the first time and just being like holy shit I don't know what to do well and then all the um like citrus crops and stuff that mm -hmm. are in way down south they all got destroyed Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see what that'll do to our food supply and stuff. I don't know if, did California have this cold? Maybe not to the extreme. I don't think so. I think it was mostly just like, like the Midwest, Southern states, if that makes sense. So like yeah. straight down to Texas and then like Kansas City and kind of, I don't think it went as far as Arizona is what I'm trying to say, I guess. So I still, yeah, I guess I wonder how the citrus will go then since a lot of it's grown in Southern Texas and then obviously California has got a lot of it too, but and yeah. I think Florida was fine. Mm -hmm. Florida was like 70, 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, they were the like time. the only state that was just unaffected by this whole thing. <laughs> Lucky. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they'll, but again, they'll. They have hurricanes and other crap that we don't want to deal with. So, yeah, yeah the whole situation was just kind of crappy. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, and we pulled, but I'm glad it's warming back up. I know it'll be yeah. a long road for them to get back to normal, but at least it's warmer now. And we pulled some resources. So, if you're looking um, for places to donate, um, it looks like a lot of places down in Texas are looking for. Um, blankets and that kind of thing like um, blankets towels dog beds um, there's like animal shelters down in Texas that are really looking for that and if you want to donate a blanket um, you can send that to front steps or order one online and have it shipped down there um, again the organization is called front steps and um, 
let's see, there's other places throughout Texas through their mutual aid. There's some um, Venmo places that we can list in the bio of, or whatever the description of the podcast, we can leave those listed below so you can donate money if you are feeling so generous because they could use all the help they can get at this point. So um, yeah, just thinking of you guys and hopefully let us know if there's other ways that we can help. So what did- We're so good at transitions. We are. And uh, I was I was really following along Alex Templeton's stories these past two mm-hmm. weeks. She was on the podcast a couple months ago and she's a rancher in Missouri and she's going through calving right now. And it looked awful. I'm not going to lie. Like she's getting up like every hour going out and checking on her cows and just pulling babies left and right, throwing them in her truck, taking them back home, throwing them under a hair dryer just to make sure they don't freeze out there. Um, because again, ranches are a little bit different than farms up here in Wisconsin where you actually have to like go looking for them and they're not just in barns and and stuff so um Becca what do you do to keep your cows safe when it's this cold uh so I think I've kind of talked about this before but the cows don't really mind cold weather uh they prefer it actually I mean once it's in the negatives I'm sure they're kind of like what the hell is this but (laughs) Uh, I mean, they've got leather hides, they've got hair, you know, they're, they're built for this kind of thing. Um, so the cows, we don't worry about too much, uh, in their freestyle barns, we've got the curtains up. Um, uh, we got one down just for like ventilation purposes, but otherwise when they're in the barn and stuff, just the body heat together kind of heats up the barn. So it's, it's not as cold as it is outside. Um, one thing that does become a pain is kind of like keeping up with the manure and stuff. Cause we scrape them, the barns three times a day, but when it's this cold, everything just freezes before you can get it scraped again. So that'll be a cleanup thing next week as temperatures rise like and stuff. Sounds like a shitty job. Um, <laughs> right. I mean, once it melts, it'll be okay, but it's just right now it's just a little bumpy. Um, one thing we do in the winter time regardless if what the temperature is, is we switch our post-teat dips. So after they get milked, they get um, post-dipped. And the one that we use is just a winter dip. I don't know like what makes it a winter dip, but it uh, it's a little bit thicker, so it stays on their teats just to prevent any frostbite or anything like that. Uh, I know they make like powder teat dips and stuff that I actually saw on Facebook some farmers down south were like preparing for that. So they, they were like, okay, like, what do I need to do for our cows to get them through this cold spell? Cause I mean, they use the same thing all year long cause it's never this cold. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, with the cows, that's honestly, that's about it with them. We just, when we're milking too, we've got to keep all the doors closed. Um, you pretty much open it, get the group out and then close the door again, just to keep the parlor from freezing up and the hoses and stuff like that. Uh, we usually run three people during milking just to kind of keep things moving and um, I don't know, get everyone out of there a little bit faster, as fast as they can. Uh, where it comes or becomes tricky is with the calves. Obviously, calves are uh, little. <laughs> They're born with little 
little body fat. So when the calves are born, when it's this cold, uh, depending on the time of day, like if the mom is licking them off, we'll try to let them lick them off a little bit. But if it's too cold or if it's like the middle of the night or something, they go straight into our calf warmers, which I just kind of talked about this on our, on my Instagram a couple of days ago, but basically it's uh, kind of like a big plastic box. And then there's a heater that goes on the bottom of it and the calf sits on a grate and then um, the heater just runs and kind of circulates warm air in there so that the calf can dry off a lot faster and they can dry off in like four to five hours depending on how well they got licked off to begin with. Um, but yeah, getting them dry is probably the most essential thing besides like colostrum and stuff. My rule of thumb is when the temperature, like when the high temperature and the low temperature is uh, below 90, then they get a calf jacket. So probably, probably have calf jackets for another month or two. And they keep those jackets on until about like five or six weeks. I tried to take them off earlier, but with this cold, I, I felt so bad taking them off. So I kind of just waited until they either outgrew them or it was like a sunny day at least and I took them off. But yeah, take them off at some point so that they can like grow a good winter coat for when they're weaned and stuff. But uh, so besides calf jackets, we also feed a higher fat uh, milk replacer in the winter time, just because it's important to get extra calories into the calves so that they can um, use those calories to stay warm. They're going to be burning more calories throughout the day just to stay warm. So if you don't up their feed, then they'll just become malnourished and stuff. Um, so that is important. I'm trying to think. Uh, bedding obviously is really important. We keep all of our calves in huts. Uh, some people have calf barns. People just do what works for them. There's, I don't know, I prefer huts. I was in a calf barn last winter and I, it was nice for me, but I didn't like the, <laughs> I didn't like how the calves did in it. I think ventilation is just a huge struggle when you're in a calf barn. Um, but with the huts, we we just, when they go in the hut, they have a big, deep bed of straw. You want to make sure that they can kind of make a little nest in it. And then we bed a few times a week just to kind of give them extra fluff and stuff to keep, keep clean, dry bedding in there for them. That helps them keep warm. Because um, if a calf gets wet in, you know, in these temperatures, they're going to get frostbitten. And... It's not super uncommon for like the tips of the ears to get frostbitten off, but if their feet get frostbitten, then you've got to put the animal down. So we try to prevent kind of stuff like that from happening, but yeah, knock on wood, we, we did good this year. I know it's not over yet, but they've all been doing really well. So good. And then you got to keep yourself warm too. I feel like I should say that. Because if you're not warm, you're not going to do a good job taking care of your animals. <laughs> True. You got to take care. It's like, it's like when you're on an airplane and the air mask popped down, you got to help yourself first before you help other people. Speaking of, um, did you that see that? True. Did you see that flight uh, that was in Denver? It was a United airline and one of the engines caught on fire. No. While it was in the air. Oh God. And I'm pretty sure. No, they're fine. They had a, I think oh. they had a safe landing in Denver, but there's like chunks just falling off this airplane into like suburbs. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I feel like I've seen that on TV before. 
That is one of my biggest fears in life is dying in a plane crash. Just <laughs> so I see you things imagine. like <laughs> you're like, you have no power, you have no water. And all of a sudden this giant whatever comes crashing through your house. You're just like, what else you got for me? Huh? What else? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> got any locusts that are going to come eat me too? Like what else you got? <laughs> Oh, I did not see that. I'll have to look that up. It's, it's scary. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what are you going back to, uh, taking care of yourself? What are some of your extreme cold necessities? I see that you have some heated socks that you like. They're the bomb bomb.com uh they're from action heat apparel i got the five volt ones which are like the most powerful ones they have <laughs> um but I, I wore them for hunting and they worked really well and surprisingly i only have to have them on low and my feet actually stay warm i was thinking they were gonna have to be on like high the whole time but if they're on high my feet are actually like hot <laughs> that's um, impressive so yeah those are yeah. And they, when they're on low, they last for like five hours. So I can usually make it through just about feeding calves. Um, a good pair of bibs, a good base layer. You probably got to start with the base layer. I could talk all day on this Amber. Um, it was kind it, of funny last week. It probably helps when your bibs what? zip. <laughs> Ow, low blow. <laughs> Low blue. My other bibs fit. Okay, so I have two pairs of bibs. I have like the classic Carhartt insulated bibs, you know, with the red lining. Yep. Those still fit. But in these extreme temperatures, I needed my extreme Carhartt bibs, which are the black ones. Someone messaged me and told me that when they lived slash worked in... Um, Antarctica and North Pole, maybe? I don't remember the two places, but those were the bibs they wore. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's good right. marketing. <laughs> that's who you need marketing your stuff is people that have worked in Antarctica <laughs> North Pole. Yeah, uh, well, in Wisconsin, come on now. Yeah. But anyway, so they're just, they're a lot warmer, but they just don't quite zip they're very tight to begin with I just I feel <laughs> yeah. like I need to say that like even when I'm not pregnant they they're snug mm -hmm. on the belly so I just I couldn't but back to my base layer I wear I wear all under armor I've like bought the cheaper stuff before and it doesn't hold up it's just no I, I mean yeah I've had my under armor for I don't even know how many years now and then, yeah, the bibs, I try not to layer too much anymore because then you just feel like bogged down. You can't do anything. So usually on my top, I do like an Under Armour and then a good fleece and then your jacket. And that's usually, usually good for me. And then a good face mask. Um, when it was really cold, I, I had like a, I've got a, it's a fleece Carhartt face, face mask and it's pretty thin though but it like I mean it works and then I've got like a big I don't know big just total fleece one that I put over the top of that and I was golden I was golden 
Last week, <laughs> Sherry. I always call her the GMO mom, but it's really yeah. the mom. Uh, but anyway, she she messaged me one day. She's like, you really make winter your bitch, don't you? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> that's awesome. I hate being cold. Yeah, I hate being cold. So I just, that's one thing I'll spend money on is things to stay warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, warm and I guess dry. a good pair of boots works too. But I mean, if you've got heated socks. You still need good boots. I, I had like, I've got a really pair, good comfy pair of work boots and they, they're a little insulated, but they're just, they're leather. Um, mm. And I tried wearing the heated socks with them, but like going through the snow and stuff didn't work out too well. So I, I had to put my rubber insulated boots back on, but. Yeah, I wear my. Uh, lacrosse boots majority of the winter whether I need them or not they just keep my feet nice and warm I tried getting a pair of them but they were out of order or out of stock if you can find um your size and the men's size they're pretty good Mm. (laughs) uh well (laughs) Do you have any other cold things you want to talk about? That it needs to warm up. Well, just wait 12 hours, hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just over it. I think just, yeah. I mean, taking care of yourself, too. Staying hydrated. Um, Taking breaks when you need it. I don't know. What kind of things do you do to just get through the winter besides dying on the couch? <laughs> um, normally, um, I would be out helping uh, pulling water and moving water around for flooding. Uh, so I, I wasn't allowed to do that this year because that's a pretty dangerous job. And I told my dad and he's not having it. So um when I am outside, a good pair of gloves is always helpful. Um, like I have my, I have different stages of Carhartt gloves. So I have like a baseline glove and then I have like a leather type work glove that I wear like in fall usually. Um, but if you wear that during the winter, when it's super cold, your fingers will freeze up right away. So then I have like the thick ultimate, I know they're kind of like snowmobile gloves, I guess that I wear. Mm. Um, and I just have to make sure that they have good grip on them. Otherwise I throw axes when I'm breaking boards and chipping ice and I get in trouble when I do that. That would be, yeah, that would be unfortunate. Did I tell that story? How I lost my dad's axe? Is the axe? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't want to talk about that again. People don't forget. No. (laughs) Um, so yeah, just good grip. Um, my lacrosse boots always, always waterproof, insulated, um, usually my Carhartt bibs, a good stocking hat. My face never gets super cold because we're in and out of the truck so often that like I don't need to bundle Mm -hmm. up quite as much as you. And uh, when we are outside, you're doing a lot of intense work. So you're like, I'm not just kind of standing there. So bibs, a good thick coat. That's about it. 
pretty easy. <laughs> yeah, I have to wear mittens because gloves just don't don't cut it for me. There's like no glove that keeps my hands warm enough. The but best I, part, I wear mittens. Yeah, the best part about mittens is you can just like curl your hands up inside when your hands get mm-hmm. cold and just warm them up that way. You can't do that with gloves. And I always do a pair of rubber gloves inside my mittens and then like my hands they stay warm the whole time mm-hmm. no matter how cold it is it's nice yeah usually I have to wear like because I have pretty small hands so I wear kids gloves sometimes just like the little <laughs> cotton stretchy ones I'll wear those as a oh, base yeah. layer underneath like my my bigger gloves too just to give it that little bit of padding cushion whatever <laughs> insulation yep that's a word <laughs> oh lord <laughs> i'm just over Adding here works too just over here thinking about my cat <laughs> i knew you were distracted today <laughs> honestly <laughs> so if you would like to leave us a review for next week we would really appreciate it because we really do enjoy reading your reviews and hearing what you guys have to say um it's a little highlight of our week so if you have apple Podcasts, head on over there feel free to leave us a five-star review rating and then leave us a review whatever it's called or you can also leave a review for us on facebook we love reading those too so um the more that you guys review us the higher the more attention we get on the podcast charts. So we would really appreciate it. All right. Um, before we wrap it up, I told Sophia she could say hello. So let me go grab her. <laughs> Hi, Sophia. Hi. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be my birthday. It's almost your birthday. Oh, It's, it's almost me. your birthday? How many? How old are you going to be? This many? What, I can't, I can't everyone, count. Can you tell her what number that is? Wait. No, you're three right now. What are you going to be? What four. comes after three? Four. You're going to be job. four? When's your yeah. birthday? Tuesday. Oh my God. Tuesday. Good day. Your birthday's on Tuesday? You're bringing treats to school tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Ooh, you made treats? What are you bringing? Chocolate. Yeah, you can't really make treats with the Rona, which is fine Aww. by me, but we had uh, Reese's yeah. eggs. Next best thing. Yes. Those are my favorite. Chocolate. Chocolate. My favorite. With peanut butter. Can you tell the listeners, thank you for listening? You say thank you. <laughs> say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just gonna make weird faces into the computer. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, you guys. Bye. You say bye. No, all right. Yeah, thanks for listening. Ah! That was bye. <laughs> yeah.